a few days, maybe a few weeks have gone by so far since we last spoke. I'm not really sure, to be honest. I felt like my life was not entirely mine. On one hand, this life is not mine now. It's shared with a virus, a disease inside of me. But on the other hand, no one would believe the truth and I would have to lie and they wouldn't accept a, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, sir. I'm just not in control of my actions today. The latter sounded like impending prison. I decided to try living and maintaining this abnormal lifestyle. We decided that in order to make this work together, we needed ground rules. Number one, the virus needed to give Jackson some kind of sign or warning that he was about to fade him out and take over for the time being. Rule number two, Jackson was asked by the virus if he was sure and prepared for the life that was pre previewed a while back at the mall and at the grocery store. The final rule Jackson had was that if he was going to kill, the virus needed to do it at an undisclosed, quiet location. Jackson made sure that the virus took care of both the killing and the cleanup. Now they both agreed on spoken terms. Jackson stood up and walked over to the apartment door, getting ready to head out and start his evening. He was fitted in a black hoodie with black cargo pants, fitted with tan boots to complete his mysterious outfit. The night had just began for the duo. Jackson. Jackson stood quiet as he waited for his new counterpart to speak. Call me Carnage. My name, it's Carnage. Not virus, not disease. You, you know we have to eventually discuss where you actually came from, right? Eventually. Not today, though. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Tonight is for the wicked. <laughs> yes, tonight is for carnage. Who's first? We're giving my deadbeat dad a little early birthday present. <laughs> Let's go say hi, shall we? Yes, let's.